Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The most beautiful things are inspired by pain. I'd give you my all even if I had nothing to gain. He said, I've been hurt once. I'll never do this again. And that was back in high school, but he was never the same. I got him falling in love. He think he willing to change. But I don't trust people because they leave when it rains. He says, I don't blame you. I feel the same way too. But I never leave your side. I'm willing to get rained on too. Isn't that what we're here for? To find somebody whose love just feels like home? I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in darkness alone. And you got the kind of light that can light in the whole damn room. So tell me if you're interested Tell me if you into me because we could just be friends before we ever get intimate. And he smiles because he feel the same. Everybody afraid to love, but what if this time it's not the same? Welcome back to Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I am so happy because I know that when you guys see this podcast episode up, you're going to be looking like, finally, yes. Y'all going to be sending it to y'all girlfriends like, yeah, she finally put an episode up. Okay, I took me a little self-care break because it was my birthday and then I just got comfortable with it, enjoying my personal life. And um, my son hasn't been having school. So I've just been enjoying my little family and I've been having some poetry shows. Um, I did do the Phoenix show. I did just do a Tampa show. I actually have to go to Atlanta today for a podcast in maybe three hours before um, after I'm done this episode. So I really have been on the go, but on the process of being on the go, I don't want to neglect y'all. Um, but I want to make sure that I'm consistently showing up at a hundred percent in every aspect of my life. And when I feel like I can't give a hundred percent, I want to make sure that I'm taking a break to rest and recharge because nobody benefits from me being exhausted, being tired, being weary, feeling like I've given too much. So thank you for being graceful and allowing me to take my much needed break um, and also enjoy my Ramadan with fasting. So today there will be no curse words. And it was funny the other day, the two times that I did get on live, um, somebody here said, you're not cursing us out today. Do y'all want to get cursed out? Because y'all could still get cursed out without curse words when y'all send me messages and ask me for advice and it annoys me. And it doesn't annoy me because y'all making me mad. I feel like I be getting triggered and I be getting flashbacks about things that I tolerated in the past. And I be wanting y'all to have y'all a high moment of, dang, I can't believe that I was settling or tolerating something like that. So we do have a few questions that people had sent in, which I think is dope. I love when you guys um, send different questions and but it also makes me feel like, dang, like people, so many people ask the similar, similar questions. So a lot of you are going through the same thing. So one of the questions somebody asked, um, how do they move on? They baby daddy left them and now he has a girlfriend already. Somebody else had a similar question. They baby daddy left them and he has a baby on the way already. Somebody boyfriend left them is already in, new, in a new relationship 
So, for one, I want you guys to stop blaming yourself. That's for one. And obsessing over what you could have done differently. Maybe I should have been more sexy. Maybe I should have been more girly or been nasty or did this. And there's nothing that can change what's going on right now. Okay? And if you want to change anything about yourself, I want it to be for you. I don't want it to be because you're trying to get a man back. Or because you want him to see what he's missing out on. Anything that you want to change, I want it to be because you want to change it yourself. And as I've said before, when you guys feel like, why, why does he want to hurt me? Or why did, he, why did he want to mess up his family? Nobody is thinking like that. Nobody is thinking about, let me hurt her. Let me destroy my family. They're just operating from a place of being selfish. And they're just not thinking about the repercussions that their actions will have on you and your feelings. The main disconnect is nobody's taking your feelings into consideration. And by you not taking, by you mastering the art of not taking things personal, you'll start realizing that a lot of this stuff that be happening, it don't got nothing to do with you. Absolutely nothing. It has everything to do with the other person, how they feel, where they are in their life. It has nothing to do with you. So I, I get it and I understand it. It hurts. It hurts. It's lonely. You feel like you lost your best friend. You feel like you have nothing. Um, you don't know what to do with yourself. Where do I go from here? Don't even try to. And another thing is, don't try to heal your broken heart with some new penis. In the meantime, a lot of times we'll start talking to people to distract us, to try to help us get over what we're feeling. It is okay for you to feel everything that you need to feel. It is okay to be sad. It is okay to cry. So when you say things to yourself like, no, I'm not going to cry today. I've been doing really, really good. No, you don't have to suppress. We're not here to suppress. We're here to, we're here to heal. And with the healing comes feeling everything that you need to feel. Not running from any emotions because every emotion that you have is a healthy one. It's unrealistic for you to think that every day that you're going to be happy. I'm just going to be happy every day. And I don't care what's going on in my life. I'm going to be happy. What? Child. There's so many different emotions you're going to even feel in one day. Overwhelmed, stressed out, happy, sad, tired, exhausted, moody. Feel everything that you need to feel. And then, and in the midst of those feelings, ask yourself, why am I feeling like this? So we can tap into exactly what be throwing our emotions off. And hopefully we all get to a place where people are not able to control our, emotion, our emotions as much as they once was able to. They shouldn't be able to control them at all. Nobody should be able to come into your life and they just ruined your whole day. Now your whole day is turned upside down because what this person said to you or did to you. And it's crazy because when we get out of, when we get out of these situations and your baby daddy left you or your boyfriend left you and had a family, why are we feeling like we've lost so much? Why are you not feeling like, I can't believe he, he really lost me. I can't believe he fumbled this bag. I can't believe that he jeopardized the relationship that we had and lost somebody that genuinely really cares about him. Why are you looking at it on the receiving end like you have nothing? You've lost everything. You're destroyed. You're putting too much in, in, in somebody else's hands. You're depending on them too much emotionally to be all these things to you. And that's why you're feeling like you don't have nothing. Why are you not feeling and operating from the place of you are the catch? Operating from a place of value because you know what you bring. 
operating from a place of certainty that I know whatever I lost, anything that I lose will be replaced with something better. I'm speaking it over my life and I'm speaking it over your life. It ain't nothing in your life that you're going to lose that is not going to be replaced with something better. You know, don't make me upset because I was doing good. Thank you. We tripping over things as if we will never find it again. Do you think that God will allow you to go through this life and never experience love again? And that you're just going to be heartbroken forever. You walking around here saying, I don't never want to love again. I don't never want to be with anybody else. What are you talking about? Go to sleep. Wake up again. Try this again. Try this again tomorrow because you are talking crazy. You're talking crazy. He's the only person that understands me. The only person that... Girl, you know how many people is on this earth? That's the only person that you came across. The only person that you have met. You got to operate from operating from a place of certainty. I know that this will happen for me and I'm making sure that I'm moving in alignment with what I'm asking God for and what I'm expecting to receive. Because when it's hap- when it happens, I want to be prepared because if I stay ready, I will never have to get ready. And that's that. You f- you in these moments feeling like you've lost so much and you have nothing. The glass is not half empty. It is half full. Look what this experience did to me. Look what I learned. Look what it molded me into. Some of y'all got kids out of the situation. Kids that y'all love. Beautiful children. Some of y'all got memories. Some of y'all got introduced to new restaurants like me. (laughs) Ex them freaking introduced you to new restaurants. Some of y'all done got a freaking, I don't know. His cousins is like your cousins. Y'all done gained some friends. Like... What did you learn from this? What did you gain? Because the mistakes will continue to happen over and over until you learn what you're supposed to learn. So you walking around here thinking that everybody ain't S-H-I-T when the truth is you continue to freaking choose what feels familiar. You continue to choose garbage. And y'all don't, and y'all not going to get on my nerves talking about, oh, Molly, I'm a healer. I'm a healer. And I attract all these people that just want to take, take, take and don't appreciate me. You attract many people. What are you choosing? These people ain't knocking on your door and wanting to talk to you. And if they are, if that is the case, everybody knocked on your door and wanted to be with you and they all pursued you. Why were you accepting less than what you give yourself? Why are people able to come sit at your table with nothing, bringing no value? You getting mad at this person and you sitting here thinking, why am I even with you? I don't even know why I'm here. Outside of sex. And outside of the fact that you talk about, oh, we have great conversation. You have great conversations with everybody. You talk too much. You talk a lot, y'all. Let's think about this. Like, let's be, let's think about this and be honest about what they really bring. And then not only that, be honest about what they bring. Be honest about what you want what you expect and what you require in a relationship and ask yourself, do they bring it or am I trying to just be grateful for what they've provided? Do they not bring anything that I want or was looking for? And I'm just trying to be grateful and appreciative with the crumbs that they give me. Well, he comes home every night and he do help me clean sometimes. You're trying to find the beauty in some of this madness. You're trying to find things that you like and things that he brings because you have attachment issues and you ain't got no business being with him anyway because he doesn't really bring much to the table. 
but you have allowed your fear of being alone to stay in places longer than you're supposed to be. I ain't never been by myself and was up all night crying, can't sleep because I don't know where I'm at or I'm wondering what I'm out here doing in the streets or I'm wondering if I'm with somebody else. I ain't never make myself like that now. Other people have made me feel that way. Why are you so afraid to be with you? That's the question for today. Why are you afraid to be with you? Are you, do you not know peace? Are you afraid of it? Are you afraid of peace and quiet and stability? Are you afraid of healthy? That you consistently choose to be around somebody that makes you feel sad? That makes you feel hurt? That makes you feel like you're not good enough and that you should change things about yourself? Somebody that makes you feel insecure? Why are we not choosing peace? Now, if you're in a situation and you actually want to work it, work this out with somebody and you don't want to leave, that can't work unless we're in a relationship with somebody that want to work it out too. You're not Bob the Builder. So why are you overextending yourself trying to fix something with somebody that does not want to be there, that consistently shows you they don't value this? That's why I jeopardize losing it all the time. I don't care about it. It holds no value to me. It was cheap. It didn't cost anything. You ever go to the beach and you leave sand at the beach and you be like, it's all right. I left the, I left the towel here. It's okay. Oh, I left my, I'm a, I accidentally left my sandals on the beach. It's okay. Some last minute sandals that we didn't even pay that much money for. People, is, people holding us to that same standard. I ain't really do much for it. People are afraid to lose what they've invested in. That's why you're afraid to lose them. People do not want to lose what they've invested in. Nobody wants to lose their investment and watch somebody else go enjoy everything that they've, they've helped build. That's why you don't want to go watch your man break up with you and go be happy with somebody else. You feel like you've invested so much in this relationship. So in the middle of the night when he hasn't called your phone in seven hours and you can't sleep and you can't eat, not once is he worrying about what you're doing. He hasn't invested anything in this. He's not afraid to lose it. The only time people will be afraid to lose something that they did not invest in is when they have nothing at all. So now when it's not working out where they actually wanted to work out, here they come, coming back. And in your mind, you think, I knew he was going to come back. Ain't nobody out here treating him like me. Or he was going to miss his family. People come back to where they know the door will be open. They come back to where they have access to. And you let them. And not only do you let them, but you forgive them for you. You don't even forgive them because you forgive them. Because you're still not happy. You still don't trust them. You still know that they're capable of doing what they did before. But here you go again. Not really truly forgiving somebody, but overextending yourself again. So you're taking these people back and they're not, there was no repercussions. There was nothing. It was a breakup, but it was only because they didn't want to be with you. And if you broke up, it was only because you fed up and you, you was fed up and you couldn't take it anymore because you don't know how to just leave gracefully the first time you see a red flag. So either he breaking up with you because guess what a man going to do? He going to choose his happiness and peace. He going to do what make him happy every time with no regards of how you going to feel about it. 
I, I would appreciate a man who leave me with no regards of how I'm going to feel about it than a man that's just going to regard my feelings too much and stay with me even though he's not happy. Knowing that I would never be enough for him and just stay and allow himself to receive and reap the benefits of my love, knowing that he has no intentions of being with me. That's the most disrespectful thing that a man can do is have open up your heart with no intentions on loving you properly. Let me go and be happy. Set me free. Just like freaking A Boogie said. I'm a setter free like a bird. Worst thing a man can do is open up your heart with no intentions on loving you properly. Stop it. So after you done took him back, what you do? Want to show him everything that he's been missing since he's gone. You're cooking every day. You're washing all his clothes, folding them nicely. You missed him. You happy that he's here. You're grateful to have him back. He brings so much to your life that you're just happy to have him here. And it's nothing wrong with valuing a man. It's nothing wrong with valuing and appreciating a good man. But you're just so grateful. As if you're, you know, you're the, you're the one that should be lucky. Now, if he broke up with you because you got some SHIT with you and you be tripping or you don't know how to talk to people. And now you want to show your man how much you appreciate him. That is different because those are what happened. That's what happened when we are doing this for a good man. Because sometimes we're on the other end of the stick and we got some SHIT with us and somebody don't want to be with us because of how we acting. And we ain't got our stuff together. And they fed up with us. They tired of repeating itself to us saying the same thing. And we operating as if they will never find somebody that's better than us. So if that's the case and you're happy to have him back because he took you back. Because you was out here acting, however, operating from a place of trauma, a place from freaking insecurities, a place of feeling like I don't know how to, I can't be happy. And all I do is self-sabotage and nitpick. Oh, yes. I'm talking to you, Miss. I don't know how to be happy. Everything I know is freaking chaos. Listen, child. Then we could be grateful to have our man back home. Then we could be appreciative because this is a man of value. This is a man that brings something to my life, makes brings something to the table. He contributes to this partnership. I value your place here because of what you bring, how you make me feel, and how you love me. Why are you tripping over a man that don't bring nothing? You over here carrying every load of the relationship, and this is who you crying over? You gonna love who you love, okay? But what do you feel like you what do you feel like you deserve? That you're out here just being appreciative with receiving really, really nothing. Because sometimes what we accept our reflection is a reflection of what we feel like we are deserving of. It ain't a reflection of who you are. I don't feel like you attract bad people because you're a bad person. But I can look at the person that you lay next to and I can tell how, how you feel about yourself. And not feel, not feel embarrassed, not feel guilty, not feel any of those things because we have all operated a place of really not knowing our true worth. Really not knowing what we, should, what we should do because we love this person so much and it's clouding our vision and we just don't know how to let go or operate without them. It's been us for so long and I don't really know what to do without you. When you're not in my space, I don't have an appetite. I feel lost. I feel lonely. I miss you. I need you. I want to be your skin to be touching my skin right now. What do they bring? How do they make you feel? 
What do you love about them? What kind of value have they added? And you got to be honest. Because if you lie into yourself, then you'll continue to make excuses for somebody. Oh, he trying. It's not that bad. He getting his stuff together. He better now. If you're not honest with yourself, then you'll continue to make excuses. Come on. It's the same thing when you go against your intuition. You go through his phone. You see him texting 500 females. You, you ask him about the 500 females that he's texting. He says, oh, you tripping. You being insecure. It ain't nothing. You know what you hold on to? The, fa the fact that he said that you are insecure. He never answered the question. He didn't acknowledge how it made you feel. Take accountability for what he did. He said, you're tripping. You insecure. I'm not insecure. I'm just asking you a question, but now we feel like we shouldn't have asked. Now we're regretting even bringing it up. Now they're giving us a silent treatment. We mad that we even went through the phone. Our question was never answered. Our feelings were never acknowledged. They took no accountability, but somehow it got flipped. And we love this person so much that we do not want the silent treatment for them from them. So we are apologizing for stuff that we did not do. And I'm sorry for going through your phone. How did we get here? How did, how did we get to this place where I can't express how I feel? My feelings don't get acknowledged. I don't feel secure here. I didn't do anything. But I have to apologize for the person I love more than anything in this world just so that they can speak to me and sweep this under the rug for the greater good of this relationship because I also don't want to let them go. Because the moment that you've seen him texting 500 females, you could have been packing your bags. What, what, are we have, what are we talking about here? I need space. I need space to think. I need space to think about this. But when we bring stuff up knowing that we ain't going nowhere, knowing that we have no intention on leaving or whatever, it's because we want to hear them say something that is going to convince us that we are tripping. We want to be tripping. I want to give you grace. I want to, be, I want to give you mercy. I want to truly believe in my heart that you ain't out here playing in my face like this. And that's the reason why I'm bringing it to your attention so that you could explain yourself. Because I want to hear you say something to make me believe that, you know what, it is a misunderstanding. I'm, I was tripping. These are his co-workers. Because that way, we'll feel more comfortable with staying. We know we're not leaving, but at least I'll feel more comfortable with why I stayed. Because, you know, you said that it was nothing. You said it was a co-worker. Because what if he said, like, oh, those are just girls that I be flirting with at my job. It don't mean nothing. Are you going to leave? If you knew the truth in certain situations, do you got enough strength right now to leave? And if you're honest with yourself and you know, I'm not going nowhere. Then let's figure out how to make this work and get through this together. Which can only work, like I said, if you're in a relationship with a person that wants to work on it with you. So if you're being honest... Let's work on it. I'm not leaving. I don't want you leaving me. 
But please understand, when a person knows that you love them more than you love you, and you will stay with them through anything, the dynamics change of that mindset. If she, she ain't never going nowhere. She ain't never leaving me. That ego, actions that are filled with ego. Because somebody, a man ain't never going to leave his dummy. And I hate to call you that. He ain't never going to leave the person that's a fool for him. You see some women and you be like, I don't know how she stayed with him forever. She's still with him. Like you are confused of how she even with him still. He's not leaving the person that allows him to do anything. Or that turns a blind, blind eye to what he does. And then there's some people that are at places in their life where they're just so exhausted of saying the same things that they're choosing peace. They're choosing, I don't, they don't have no argument left in them no more. They don't have no conversations left no more. They've learned to, to just accept this person for exactly who they are and stop arguing with them about why they won't change and be different. And just deciding to accept and love them at whatever capacity that, that they can have them. So you might look at somebody and feel like, oh, she crazy. I don't know how she do it. And she's just learned to accept it at the capacity that she can, that she can have it. She loved this person so much, she don't want to leave. And if I get to lay with him every night, despite what he put me through all day long, I'll be satisfied. Just like people in jail. People in jail, they just learn how to find some type of happiness in the air, like with their music or painting or going to law school. Trying to find some type of peace in the middle of chaos. But what you doc wouldn't do is judge a, another woman because she's not at a place in her life where she does she did she hasn't discovered how valuable and worthy she is. Pray for her. Dang. Give her a prayer or something. Those was too good. I feel like those was I ended up ranting through the I end up going on a rant, y'all, through questions. I was supposed to answer more questions today. <laughs> I end up ranting because you know I get passionate. I get passionate when I feel like it start bothering me or it start I start being triggered. And I know how good it feels to be loved properly and to be at a place in your life of stability and being with somebody that reciprocates what you give. It just seems so confusing to even know that you've operated a place whereas though you was accepting something that you didn't deserve. You was compromising. You was settling. Dust settles. Everything at the bottom settles. How did we get there? How do we get out of it? So sometimes it's going to annoy me a little bit to know that I'm giving you advice based off of things that I've experienced. I don't talk, I don't, I don't talk about things that I don't know about. But to know that I've been feeling, I felt the same way. What am I going to do? How am I going to leave this person? I love them. I care about them. Looking back now, some of it wasn't love. It was attachment. Other times it was love for what I felt I like. I knew to be loved at that point in my life. Because with every relationship, your knowledge on love is going to grow. So love is going to feel different. 
you're going to love some people and feel like, well, I've never loved. I must have never been in love before because it never has felt like this. It was the love too. Just love for what you knew to be love when, at that point in your life. How we viewed love in fifth grade was different in 10th grade and in 12th grade and in college and in your adulthood. It was all love, just at different depths. Okay? So don't feel like just because you, you had it once, you'll never find it again. This was my one true love. I'll never be able to find Yeah, no, it don't work like that. <laughs> okay? You think God just going to decide, I don't, she don't deserve to be loved by nobody. We ain't going to put nobody else on the earth that's compatible with her. Like, what? That don't even make sense. But being honest about if we had a place in our life where we're able to be receptive of love, that we know that we're deserving of it. So when we find people that treat us good and make us happy, we don't find reasons to question it. Our reasons to self-sabotage it or feel like this can't happen to me. He's too nice. He's too clingy. He must live with his wife. He must have seven kids. Why don't you feel like good things can happen to you? Okay. If you ain't read my new book, my last book, So Much to Unlearn, I still be calling it a new. It came out like six months ago. You definitely need to go order it and check it out. Because I touch base on almost everything that we talk about in my book. You being a single mom, you trying to date again, you trying to trust people, you trying to in your situation that's friends with benefits. Anything, any situation that you can think about, I have a character in the book for it. So that you could be like, dang, that's my exact situation or that's how I feel. And hopefully it helps somebody. I know it helped a lot of people, but hopefully it helps some more. Somebody listening to it right now and needed to hear it. Um, now that my break is over and I'll be making my podcasts again. I know you, I know you guys will be happy. Um, I hope everybody today has a good self-care Sunday that you love and pour into yourself and your family today that you realize there ain't nothing wrong with resting and recharging and pouring your own cup, filling yourself back up some days when you need it, not feeling guilty about it, not feeling guilty about needing rest and feeling like, oh my gosh, let me just get up and do something. Let me get some work done. Nope, I don't want to. That's not on the agenda today. You deserve rest. You deserve peace that's not interrupted. And you shouldn't feel guilty about it. I hope everybody has a good day today. Happy Self-Care Sunday.